But I gotta tell you, I'm feeling patriotic. I love this country. I love, I love America. And mm. because I'm feeling so patriotic today. Yeah. And because I love college football so much, and I'm so excited for college football this season, there was only one guest that could occupy this spot on this terrific football Tuesday. And that is America's college football insider. That is the great Brett McMurphy. You can, of course, check out Brett on the Action Network as part of Big Bets on Campus with our friends Colin Wilson and Stucky. Awesome college football betting podcast. And Brett is on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Brett, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken, my friend. How's it going? Hey, good to catch up with you guys again. Um, As much as you love America, I like winning money more. And even though the college football season has not started, I already have cashed my first future. I took minus 150, Nick, that you would not be married after one month, and I have cast it. Thank you very much, sir. And we're on to the season. Let's build a bankroll. We were trying to figure out, Brett, in the break, like what is what is the like Nick's not here joke going to be? What is like the Nick wedding joke going to be? And and like, and you didn't disappoint. This is for people who haven't listened to our show very long. Brett, the initiator of uh, the inventor of Bing Bong Bay. This was that was like a Brett McMurphy like a classic an invention so never never fails to to uh, to disappoint what okay so you you quote unquote made money on this what is the college football bet and I you know do some stuff with Colin Wilson who we have on the show all the time other guys at the Action Network you guys have all talked about all this stuff all the time what is the actual like best money making opportunity this year what team are you incredibly excited to better fade. Uh, I like season win total Colorado State over four and a half. Uh, you look at what Jay Norvell did at um, Nevada, year one to year two, the the jump was, you know, dramatic. You look at him and now Colorado State from year one to year two. I was at Mountain West Media Days in Vegas. Uh, nice nice setup there, by the way. And, um, yeah, he's he's very confident. Uh, they, they've had some turnover on the roster, which I don't think ne- is necessarily a bad thing. They've got arguably the best quarterback in the league. They've got the best wide receiver in the league. They may have the best defensive player in the league. And you're looking at a four-and-a-half number that you look at the schedule, I think that's very, very easy to hit. I understand why it's so low. They, I mean, they were three and nine last year and probably could have, should have won five. They didn't. So I think that was a little bit misleading. But, you know, he told me they've got some depth in there, which they didn't have after year one. And it's kind of, you know, look, I like, I like, uh, Lockie, I like you. I'm like you. I like to kind of go off the beaten path. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, take Georgia plus 200 to win the national title. You know, anyone can do that. So I kind of like going off the beaten path. And, uh, you know, I will be a Rams supporter this year. And as far as an individual game, I, I was able, when I was in Vegas, I found some Colorado State plus 10 against Colorado. I, I'm all in on Colorado State. And part of that is the uh, the classic sandwich spot. Colorado will be coming off back-to-back nationally televised games against TCU and Nebraska, Fox noon kickoffs. And then they get, you know, so-called little brother Colorado State coming to Denver. And who does Colorado have after Colorado State? Uh, how about the Pac-12 opener against Oregon? While Colorado State opens with Washington State, a bye, then they get Colorado, and then they have Middle Tennessee. 
So I think Colorado State will have all the focus. I think Colorado is going to struggle this year. I think they'll score a ton of points. I think that they will give up even more points. And getting double digits right now, I think when that game's played, you guys, that number's going to be a lot closer to seven. So if I want, I can come back on the other side. But there's two, uh, you know, for you right there off the bat, Lockie. Absolutely love it. The thoughts there on uh, on Colorado State. Just for the record, I am still married, but as uh, I, I've I've always been a big proponent of not letting the facts get in the way of a good story. So I appreciate that from Brett to start the interview. Uh, Brett is on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. And Brett, you tweeted your AP top twenty five ballot earlier this week, and obviously you got a lot of engagement for that. Uh, I'll just the top five teams in the AP top twenty five. The actual poll: Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, and LSU. And obviously people can check out the AP, the rest of the top twenty five. I don't have to read all the schools here. Brett, what is your biggest beef? with the AP top 25, like the actual poll that got released where you could say, I think the biggest discrepancy that my thought is, is with this school's ranking or lack lack thereof. Well, I guess based on, you know, my rankings, the the biggest disagreements were I've got Texas, I had Texas Tech 11. They're not ranked. Um, I had Oregon State ranked higher than 18th. Uh, I think USC is overrated at six. I mean, look, they're going to win. They're going to score a ton of points. They're going to move the ball. You guys remember last year, USC's opponents had a turnover. Like, coming out of the locker room, they turned the ball over before the opening kickoff. I mean, it was crazy, their turnover ratio. That stuff evens out. Um, the, defensive, the defense is improved. I think the schedule's harder. And I think pe- voters, and look, I'm not ripping any voters because, look, you can rip my ballot easily. How about it? I just think voters fall in love with storylines and Caleb Williams coming back to, to try to defend his Heisman Trophy. Um, I think that everyone's fallen in love with USC. It's got the brand name, and so it's easy to slot them at six. I had them, I don't know, somewhere around 14, 15, 16. Um, I just think they're going to struggle. I think nobody from the Pac-12 makes the college football playoff. They just beat each other up. It's sad. This is the last year of the college, uh, excuse me, the Pac-12 as we know it. And this may be one of the best years as far as the top of that conference, but I just don't think they'll have one team that will survive. So, uh, Nick, it's, I mean, you know, literally everybody on the, <laughs> on the AP top 25 ballot, I have a problem with except Georgia and Michigan because I had every other team ranked differently. But the funny thing is, is on Twitter, when I tweeted that, there wasn't one person that disagreed with my top 25. I think for the first time since the poll has started in 1936, which obviously I, I voted in that poll as well. So it, it, was, it was fun putting that out. Nice. That was, that was a good line. Good line to close it out. Uh, Brett, you also, in addition to tweeting your poll, your AP, your AP Top 25 that you submitted, you had some really, I, I like historical trends. I know some people kind of poo-poo trends like, oh, they don't, like can't make valuable bets or they're, they're silly or whatever. I love some of this stuff. I always feel like you always have a couple with the AP poll that are just really, really interesting, just good thought exercises. Like, all right, who is going to be that team this year that fits this one? Why don't we do like the unranked to end that? Because you mentioned you had some teams ranked in yours. They didn't end up ranked. So what what is the historical trend exactly with an unranked team making it really high up in the AP poll? That usually happens every year, right? Yeah, I mean, basically for the last 30 years, except for only two years, so 28 of the last 30 years, there has been a team that started the year unranked but finished in the top 10. Last year, we had four. TCU, Tennessee, Penn State, and Washington all started the year unranked, ended up in the top 10. So somebody that's not in the top 25 that everybody's, you know, screaming about 
is going to end up into the, into the top 10. And a couple of other ones, which, you know, it's something that's hopefully actionable is betting wise for people listening. Um, look, I think Georgia can win the national championship. I think they're obviously the believe they should be favored, but only seven, only two of the last 19 preseason number one teams ranked teams have won the national title. Can they overcome that jinx? And if you do want to pick your national championship team, don't go outside the top seven. Since 2004, every national champ was ranked in the top seven except for two. So basically the last 20, 18 of the last 20 years, the national champ was in the top seven of the preseason poll. That's obviously Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, USC, or Penn State. Now the tricky part is figuring out which one of those it is. But I think that kind of gives you – it kind of narrows the field to maybe that's – you know, you can, you know, narrow in on maybe somebody you like in that group or if somebody's outside of that group that you were kind of at a toss-up on, you can kind of push them off to the side. Um, but, I, you know, I don't see why that, that, that will not continue. I think Georgia – those two stats, I think Georgia has a better chance to repeat than somebody out of the top seven has of winning the national title. You better, you better. Here with Nick and Ken. It's a terrific football Tuesday, and we are chatting the upcoming college football season with America's college football insider, the great Brett McMurphy of the Action Network on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Brett, give us a team that's currently ranked in the top 10 that you think uh, could potentially be out of the top 25 come the end of the year. Well, we are. Yeah, we are going to see that. That's that's for certain. I think. um, God, I have. I hate to say it, but I think maybe USC. I just, again, I think, you know, the, the expectations for them are exceed how good this team really is. And then the, the schedule, the, you know, the second – I mean, they start off, they, they'll have no problem. They'll be 6-0, and you know. And then they go a very tricky stretch at Notre Dame, Utah, at Cal. Okay, that's a, that's a layup. Then you got Washington at Oregon, UCLA. All five, five of those six teams I just listed were all in my top 25 ballot. Um, they were all on my, within my top 20. So that's not going to be an easy stretch by any means. And if USC does not have the turnover luck they had last year, they, they, that stuff usually regresses, I think they could fall out. Now, look, they could be 9-3 and three and not be in the top 25. I'm not saying they're going 6-6. Six and six, But I think, I think that's a very real possibility. And then the, the other, other than that, I mean, man, I don't, it's hard to say. What I hate for this season, it's the last year of the 14 playoff. LSU and Florida State open up week one. We've got Oregon and Texas Tech playing. We've got Alabama and Texas. The losers of those games basically have to run the table to get in the college football playoff. I'm not answering your question on who's going to file the top 25. But I'm saying if you have any thoughts of picking those guys to win the national championship, you should just go ahead and play that game straight up. Because if they win, you're in good position. If they lose, they literally have no shot to get to the playoff because we won't have a two-loss team in there. 
Brett, we have like a, maybe a minute, 90 seconds for this. You alluded to some of the big kind of week one matchups, week two, Texas, Alabama. There are always these huge non-conference games, LSU, Florida State, probably like the signature game of week one, that's Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. LSU a small favorite in that game. Bama less than a touchdown against Texas. Any strong opinions on these early kind of like monster head-to-head non-conference showdowns? Like you said, these could end up defining the national title picture. Frequently the Heisman Trophy winner is somebody who wins a game like this historically. Any of those big time matchups, those point spreads, any of those catch your eye here in about a minute? Yeah, I would, I, I mean, look, you know, I'm drinking it. I'm drinking the uh, maroon and gold Kool-Aid. I've got, I had Florida state number three in my, on my preseason ballot. I, I think they'll, I think they'll get past LSU again. And if they do, then they're set up. Um, I like Florida state in that game. I believe they're getting two and a half, maybe three, three and a half, something like that. Neutral site game in Orlando. Um, you know, it's going to be, you know, hotter than hell, but LSU can handle that too. I just think, I think this is the year for Florida state. Um, I like them against LSU and then, um, probably even, even though I put Texas back at number 20 and I want them to prove that they can play, if they're getting more than a touchdown at Alabama, I'll happily take that. They should have won last year in, in, uh, in Austin. I think they're a better team and I'm just, I'm just not sold on what Saban's going to do offensively. I know going against Saban is not smart and you're going to end up losing money most of the time. But if I can get more than a touchdown with the Longhorns, I will take Texas at Alabama. Chevrolet. Apple pie, Brett McMurphy, America, <laughs> America's college football insider, the great Brett McMurphy, talking college football here on You Better You Bet. Check out Brett on the, the Action Network and also Big Bets on Canvas with our good friends Colin Wilson and Stucky. Brett, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. Stay well. Good luck with the wagers, and we'll catch up with you soon here on the show. You got it. Next time I'm on, I will let you know if I'm North America, South America, or Central America's college football insider. No, I think it encapsulates all the Americas, honestly. Oh, yeah. We, we want to be inclusive on this show. That's really important. That, that yeah. It is. It's Brett McMurphy. America. <laughs> Hashtag America. Chevrolet. Sometimes I crack myself up. Chevrolet, apple, apple pie, pie, Brett McMurphy. McMurphy. <laughs>